Ahsoka. But uh, worship is definitely not confined to our Sunday mornings here together, meeting for a family service. It takes many forms. We saw some examples there on the video. Take our giving, for example, to God's work. You might not know actually how we pay the bills, Kingfisher Church, renting the school for the things that we use in our service, paying to have a pastor to take care of us and to uh, work full time in the church. Well, we do it through worship. It's part of our worship. In this case, worship is giving of some of what God gives to us, back to him for his work. Kingfisher Church, the members of the church, all give to finance the things that we are able to do here. Sometimes people attending our services give too. And we're very grateful for that. But our giving, if it's going to be worship, it needs to be given willingly with a cheerful heart. I wonder, children, if you give, if you know and love the Lord Jesus, do you already give? If you don't, you might want to talk to your parents about that. It's good to give because it's part of our worship, part of what God gives to us. Ultimately, the video itself reminded us we should worship God by loving the Lord, our God, with all of our hearts, with all of our souls, and with all of our strength. That's everything about us. Giving everything God has given to us back to him in service for him. The world worships many things. Um, Jesus quoting the Old Testament in Matthew chapter 4 said, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Turning again to our passage in verse 22, we read, You Samaritans worship what you do not know, we worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. You know, the Samaritans, they, uh, they didn't have the Bible um, like we do today. In fact, they only used the first five books um, of the Bible, and uh, they weren't the same as uh, the books that were used in our Bible today. The Jews, of course, well, they had all of the Old Testament scriptures. And God reveals himself through those scriptures. And God revealed himself to the Jews, therefore, not seen in the Samaritans' scriptures, revealed that the Messiah would come to the Jews. The passage goes on, yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshippers, is that you? Is that me? The true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshippers that the Father seeks. So what God is looking for from us today is that we would be true worshippers that worship the Father, our God, in spirit and in truth. What does it mean? in spirit and truth. Well, firstly, to worship in spirit. If we're going to bring God pleasure, 
then the only way that we're going to be able to do that is to be a in a relationship with him. We need to be in a relationship with God. And the wonderful thing is that when you know the Lord Jesus Christ, when you know that he's died for you on the cross and that he has died in our place for our sins to put us right, to put us in a relationship with God, then God himself comes and lives with us in the person of the Holy Spirit. So when you know and love the Lord Jesus Christ, then his spirit is within us. We're not alone. We're not alone here right now. Jesus is with us in the person of the Holy Spirit. And for us to be able to worship in spirit, we can only do it if we have received the Holy Spirit. Because it's God that leads us and enables us and facilitates us and allows us to really, really appreciate how amazing God is and how much he's done for us. The incredible things that he has done through Christ Jesus our Lord. We receive the Holy Spirit and it's his Holy Spirit that helps our spirit to worship God. Secondly, we need to worship in truth. We need to truly place God in our lives where he belongs. Jesus declares, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the truth. And therefore, Jesus is such a fundamental part of our worship and our focus and our attention as we consider that he was born, we've been celebrating that, that he died, that he rose again, that he ascended into heaven and now is ruling and reigning above. So we need to worship in spirit. That means God in us, helping us with our worship. More of him, less of us, and in truth, with a focus upon the Lord Jesus Christ. God is spirit and the worshippers must worship in spirit and truth. Again, Jesus says. We need our spirit a life in us and the Spirit of God to be in harmony. Now, if we're going to worship God, what should we be doing? What should we be doing? Well, we should be giving God our adoration. I hope you've been able to do that already. We should have been able to do that in the songs that we've been singing as we've joined in prayer together. Lifting our voices, declaring our praise, Singing hallelujah. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Worship should be giving God our thanks. I hope you do have things to thank him for. If you know and love the Lord Jesus Christ, you must have things to thank him for. And therefore, we can give our thanks to God. And uh, I'd like us to stand again. And again, we'll declare... Um, some verses from Psalm 105. We declare them together as an expression of thanks. So please uh, stand if you're able to and willing. Give thanks to the Lord and proclaim his greatness. Let the whole world know what he has done. Sing to him. Yes, sing his praises. Tell everyone 
about his wonderful deeds. And uh, as we think uh, ahead, um, we too, what is another part of our worship is to bring our confession to God, to say that we're sorry to him for all that we've done that's wrong. Where we haven't made God our first love, when we haven't given him our deepest affection that he deserves, when we haven't shown our love to each other in the way that we know we should. And uh, we're going to use the song, Forgiven, and uh, ask God for forgiveness through this song as we sing it together. So worship. What should we be doing? Well, giving our God our adoration, giving God our thanks, asking God for forgiveness and recognising and receiving that forgiveness. Asking God things for others. It's part of our worship. It's part of our love for one another and our love towards God and our recognition of who God is. Asking God things for ourselves. And bringing, giving God ourselves is part of our worship. Not just on a Sunday morning, but at all times. Part of what we give to him. We often worship God through song. Um, Song, I love to sing. I love music. I know not everybody does. Thankfully, Lots do. And uh, often we use songs, therefore, as we have already this morning, to, to worship God, to help us in our worship of him. Um, I wonder if you can think of songs that might help us to adore God. Anybody think of a song? You can have a talk about these for a few minutes, okay? Just for a moment, I want a song for each one of those things, a song that would help us to worship in that way. So... Have a think. You can chat to the person next to you and consider any, because I want you to think. Some people think about the end ones. Some can think about the beginning ones, okay? Come on, what did you get then? Somebody shout something out for adoration. Abba Father. Abba Father, yeah. <coughs> another one? Anybody else get another one? Adoration? What a friend we have in Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus. I'll have to think about that one. I'm sure you're right. So it must be right. Dan said it is. Any more? Holy Father? Holy Forever. Holy Forever. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. We're going to sing that in a minute. <laughs> what about thanks then? Give thanks. Give thanks, yeah. Give thanks with a grateful heart, yeah. I'm looking for Andrew now. Andrew, what would you say? <laughs> caught, him off, caught him off guard for thankfulness 
Andrew often chooses, my heart is filled with thankfulness. It's a great one to give our thanks to God through. So um, asking God's forgiveness, beside forgiven. Anybody thought of one? Come up with anything? Okay. Confess, uh, sorry, intercession. So uh, that's uh, asking God for things for others. Anybody think of anything for that? I actually had what a friend. So Many of the songs we sing all through these things. Anything else anybody came up with? Asking, um, oh, let's go back. Um, asking God um, things for others. Ourselves, sorry. Petition, it's called. Well, I was confused. That's the right word I wrote down. Harder one? Yeah, I, I struggle with that one as well, but I'm sure if you went through a, a good hymn book, you would find plenty. And, uh, sorry, did you get one? Creating me a pure heart. Creating me a pure heart. Excellent. Brilliant. Yeah, that's a great one. Very good. And uh, what about uh, giving God ourselves, giving of ourselves to God? Dedication. Take my life. That's, uh, that's a really good one. Jesus, take me as I am. Um, There's some great songs that we can sing. They're all part of our worship. Well, uh, how else do we bring our our worship? Well, in lots of other ways. But before we do, we'll sing that song that uh, was suggested um, as a song of adoration. And we'll sing Holy Forever. We've only sung it once before, but we're going to do it again. And uh, hopefully you'll remember it, those of you who were here last time. And we can sing it well. Um, Because we're using it to adore our God and to worship him. Dan, thanks. And gratitude. We thank you, Lord, that we have been able to rely on your gracious help and support as we have worked together to keep our promise to live as Kingfisher Church. Remembering as Christ has loved us, we will seek to love one another. We pray that in this coming year, our hearts would continue to be directed first to you, that we recognise that true help and strength comes from you, and that we will produce fruit that honours you. We ask that you would continue to bless our leaders with wise counsel, that they would be humble and kind, patient and loving through their actions and their words. Please also bless their families, giving them strength, protection and grace for the year ahead. We thank you, Lord, and look forward to further opportunities to encourage each other as we work together to share the gospel with our local communities in order that more people come to know Christ, our Lord and Saviour. We pray that you continue to guide all of our hearts in remembering that as Christ loved us, we seek to love one another. We ask that you guide us as we keep your words of truth planted firmly within us. Help us to stay focused on what is pure and right. Give us the power to be obedient to your word so that we may make a difference in this world for your glory and purpose and that we may enjoy the kingdom of God. We thank you for the continued support we have been able to give our missionaries this year. Father, we pray that we will continue to be able to support them and that you will provide protection over them, 
we pray for their safety and favour as they further develop their ministries. We ask that the hearts they come into contact with would be open and willing to hear and receive the beautiful and life-altering truth of your Son, Jesus Christ, and that their churches will grow. Lord, we thank you for this new year and lift up to you our loved ones, our communities and our world. We pray that your peace will reign in our hearts and in the hearts of all people. We ask for healing where there is sickness and reconciliation where there is division. In the name of Jesus, we welcome the new year with open hearts, renewed faith and the confidence that you are with us every step of the way. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Claire. So we sing, we pray, um, we even worship uh, in the things that go on in the week, all things, our everyday lives as well as the things that we do as a church. And uh, therefore, uh, when we have such things as notices, it's good to be reading the notices, to pray through the things that are going on, not just to be aware of them, not to even necessarily be part of them, because I know that I don't go to the ladies' meetings, but actually to pray. Do we pray for one another in the things that we're doing? Worshipping through our offering. We also worship throughout the rest of our lives. Our work, our play, our giving of our time, our relationships with one another. Everything that we should do should be part of our worship to God. We saw on the video, and I'll read it again um, Romans chapter 12, at verse 1. Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Worship of God is about giving of ourselves to him. And yet, Don't you think we receive so much when we worship too? God gives so much of him back to us as we worship him. We're going to sing again. Um, Who is like our God? As we uh, sort of look at the words again, they're full of praise to our great creator, full of acknowledgement for who he is. Ruling and reigning over all. There's nobody like him. We know there really is no other God. There's no one like our God. And therefore, we want to crown him with adoration because he's high above the nations. And when we ask the question, who is like our God, we know there isn't anybody. So uh, as the musicians lead us, let's again stand and sing, who is like our God. Our God in Jesus Christ demonstrates his grace to us. All this favour lavished on us as Jesus died upon the cross for our sins. So we must look to Jesus and we must worship with the power of God the Holy Spirit within us, enabling us and helping us to give our mind and attention to him and to live our lives for him as we love God and we love one another.
Our worship starts before we get here. And it continues as we finish and as we end. It comes from within as God himself helps us and enables us to worship him. This is our God. This is our God, then.